Hey, hey, good evening, good evening. Welcome to another broadcast of Chosen by Design with Chevalier. I am so excited that you all are here. I know, first of all, let me just go ahead and say, I know, I am two weeks behind on, or is it three, two weeks behind on uh, what should have dropped as the second podcast. I, I want you to know, I was one week behind because we actually recorded this podcast Um, But as my sister just reminded me before we went live now, it's always about trial and error. And so we recorded uh, last Sunday and had a great podcast. I mean, we really enjoyed the conversation to find out that I had the music too loud. And so uh, at times voices could not be heard. And I just felt like while you were listening to the podcast, whether in your car or at home it would really get on your nerves that you would just cut it off and so we had to come and and re-record today so again as you know chosen by design with chevalier is um it's non-scripted and so anything that we say uh we haven't thought about it we haven't wrote uh written it down and it's simply because we want to be transparent naked open and always willing which means that we are naked uh, we don't mind exposing our, our, our things that are uh, areas that we're working on. Everybody is a work in progress. Nobody's perfect. Um, so we won't come on this podcast and pretend that we are. We are open that if you ask us any question, we will always share. Um, if you have questions, please go to our website at www.chosenbydesign.org uh, and just go to um, there's a comment tab there. If you just click on that, let's connect. It'll ask you to to note whatever you want to uh, note and we'll get back with you. So if there's something when you're listening to our podcast and you have some questions or you have some feedback or something you just want to share, please do it there. We will definitely uh, bring those questions, those uh, the feedback, whatever you uh, put in, we will definitely bring it back and have conversation as we're uh, recording this podcast. So anyway, we're going to jump right into it. I'm so excited because I am joined by uh, my sister, Cicely uh, Hall. Uh, you guys uh, forgive me if times you hear me refer to her as Cece. We call her uh, just kind of our queen of all trades. You know, generally it's the jack of all trades, but she's the queen of all trades. And it's simply because she is, uh, she started off as uh, on praise team with me at our church. And then she was, became my alma bearer. And then all some kind of way she inherited pastor as well. So she's kind of pastor's right hand as well. So, you know, if we were in corporate America, we would call her our uh, chief operating officer because she kind of controls our schedules and, and everything. And so to deal with both of us and, you know, it just depends which way the wind is blowing that pastor and I are going. Sometimes we're going in the same direction as far as um being at the same uh, activity and sometimes we have to be at different activities and half the time she has to correct both of us on our schedules where we'll overcommit when we probably shouldn't have without checking with her and so she keeps us us grounded uh, day in and day out so that's kind of one of the most tedious tasks she has um, and then of course she is a wife she is a mother to three beautiful children uh, she is she has a regular job and I say a regular because any job that you go to uh, where uh, it's not yours it's it's a job it's a career it's a profession but then on top of that she has her own company so um and I'm gonna let her talk to you guys about her company and one of the reasons that I really wanted to have a discussion with her because a lot of times when you're looking you know what am I supposed to be doing with my life or you find a lot of things or even people that have told you what you couldn't do I love um sister Cicely's um 
and on our podcast of course we drop titles so i love sicily's story because uh, of numerous things a you know having three children having a husband and that wasn't always her story and i'll let her tell your story her story but uh even in her own business she has reached some milestones in this past week or so within her own company um where you know god has just uh, blessed and so there were a lot of things that she had to go through with stripping down and allow God allowing God to actually uh, do what he promised he would do and so um, that's why it was important for me just to on the second podcast to really bring you someone who you know a lot of times you look at it oh you need to have your degree you need to have a master's you need to have a PhD you need to do this and you need to you know be with it and that's just not her story but it's still a story of success it's still a story that's being written because we know that god is the author uh and the finisher and and her story is not finished so um cicely the first thing i'm going to ask you uh to do is just tell um the listeners a little bit about yourself even though i've, I've said a lot you're probably like what well, i need to say you said it but yeah so tell the listeners a little bit about yourself i am a as she said a mother of three um ages 13 one that'll be 11 in a few months and one that just turned four so they are all in the house um they're all active and so that requires a lot of um rearing and loving and redirecting um i i still consider myself a newlywed um we're two years in next march will make three years that we've been married and my business is two now two years old and so um i am the owner of chosen bling chosen bling is a jewelry um is a jewelry company where we sell fashionable five dollar jewelry which is all nickel and lead free and in this business we have of course we've grown so much i started at the back side of my kitchen table and now it has taken over my living room and so it's gotten to the point to where even just on yesterday i get phone calls to where i have a bling emergency and we're up here going through bags and bags of jewelry just to find the perfect piece to make the bride's day so those things they they bring me joy they allow me to you know fulfill what i feel is my purpose to be a blessing to somebody else and when it's their big day or when it could be become you know a crisis for them i'm able to bring something as simple as a piece of jewelry to help brighten their day um and that just it, it allows me to be happy in doing that um with with um chosen bling it's actually um i'm an independent consultant with paparazzi which is my bigger overhead and so with them they have different milestones and we just received the milestone of director thank you thank you thank you which means i am actually building a team um of other women who like to see other women succeed as well it is definitely a um a sisterhood um we like to uplift each other we like to you know give each other tips and trades and do what we can to become a whole you know another entity you know within ourselves but not only that we have also reached what's called life of the party bronze that means we have sold over 2500 pieces of jewelry in less than a year and so with that one like i said being a newbie um that's a big milestone for us because it's a brand new milestone um but we have so much more to go so much growth to do and it has been a journey that i am enjoying and that i love so let's talk about so this is where sicily is today so that that's what we know is going on in sicily's world let's go back about five years ago Ooh. Yeah, let's go back. I, and I think it's important to, you know, let's unpack all this and let's go back because, you know, from this portion, you know, women listening would be like, 
oh, that sounds great, but you haven't been where I've been. You haven't struggled like I've struggled. You haven't been a single parent. You haven't had to go through hurt. You haven't had to go through disappointment. You haven't had to go through what, you know, society or other people have said that I couldn't do. So, you know, now we have this empowered woman that, again, God is just still just, just doing the Jeremiah 29 and 11 in her life and just pouring out and pouring out blessings after blessings and the overflow. But let's go back five years ago. And, um, and I'm gonna let you actually choose any point five years ago where you were. Um, but I want you to, I want you to really, for the audience, explain to them five years ago in your life. And I chose five years cause I should have said six or seven, but I'm gonna stop right at five. Um, <laughs> but I want you to share five years ago, um, were you single? Were you married? What your life was like? How many businesses did you own? Um, were you happy? Like, where were you in your life five years ago? Five years ago, I was miserable. Um, I had been out of uh, my previous relationship was a very long lasting, long, long term relationship. Um, and of course, I had a lot of things that I had to learn to let go of. Um, because I had known that person since I was a teenager and so there was a lot of attachment that I had to learn to break from and to learn to love myself in order to be able to move on um, and because of that it, it left me in a really really dark place um, it left me wondering what was what um, five years ago I, I was a single parent of two um, and so and at the and even that time I was still mingling in actually being a foster parent because um, I had a foster son as well that I was taking care of for the previous uh, three years so um, I still was like you said a single parent of three um, during that time frame but I was still at my job I still worked a full-time job um, as I do now for the post office and of course I was working 10 12 hours a day I still had full-time duties with church um, full-time mommy duties and of course it just was a really really rough time because I didn't see my way out um, it was hard you know trying to figure out you know to say robbing Peter to pay Paul like one something I couldn't hold all the balls in my hand something always fell and so it was really important for me to grab a hold to a sisterhood that allowed me to get that daily encouragement that's necessary um, whenever you're in those dark spots because where I am now when I was a teenager, my mom, uh, my senior year in high school, my, my dad uh, passed away. And so she moved us to this small town where I knew barely anybody. So I didn't have any friends here. Um, all it was was me, my brother, and my sister. And so I've had to learn to reconnect with new people. Um, and I'm glad it, it became a blessing because even though I felt alone here, God aligned me to be underneath people who would help to guide me in the right direction and so sometimes we have to let go of the past that we know in order for us to grab a hold to the future that will allow us to be more successful than what the past would have been which i believe probably would have held me down so so with that so let so you know we so right there let's talk about because i want to make sure that uh, people understand that even when you seem like there's like, no, you're never going to come out of this cloud of darkness. Um, the struggle is real and the struggle. So at your lowest, lowest in that time, your lowest, lowest, what did you do? Like, what was the difference? What made the difference for you to say, okay, 
I gotta pick up. I gotta. What what was that point, that breaking point for you that you realized that I'm going to lean and depend more? I'm going to. What what was it for you? The breaking point for me was having to tell my kids no. And you know, I I was a kid who grew up in a two parent household. I grew up never having to really ask for anything because everything, I was a daddy's girl, so whatever I needed, I got. And so it got to a point to where my kids would ask me for something and I would have to tell them no because I really didn't have it. They, we, it, it was really, really rough. And so once I got to that point and it was like enough is enough, I kind of came to my pastors and I discussed you know, what my financial situation was. And the first thing that they told me was, you should be tithing. And I always knew about tithing, but it was never something that I fully committed to because I was like, yeah, I'll be all right without it. And so once we went through that class, um, the, the course, right. the, I can't the, remember the yeah. name of it. Uh, we went through several weeks of the different, um, the mind, the body, the social, you know, the, the relational, all these different courses. And they got to the one about your job and they, you know, talked about, um, job um god is my source and my job is just a resource and like a light bulb went off for me to re to realize like while i'm at this job and i'm working hard at this job and my ends are still not being met there's there's something that's missing and so once i realized that this job you know at any minute while they're working me and overworking me um if anything ever happened to me they're going to replace me and so once i realized that you know they can replace me um then i'm like okay i got to do something different you know i want i want more i won't say more for less but i okay. want to be able to get more out of the time that I'm giving, being able Absolutely. to see my kids get older and me spending less time with them and still not making any more money. It was, it, it bothered me. And so as we went over and they discussed how tithing is all about the heart and I started being able to change my heart posture and seeing that tithing wasn't necessarily, um, I was hurting myself by not tithing. Then of course me taking those small steps have helped to turn my financial situation around to where it's not only blessed my household, but I started tithing on my business. And so it's allowed my business to be prosperous as well. So let's talk about business. So like you, are this entrepreneur uh you have again uh let me just be transparent again ladies we are transparent okay so we're just going to put it out there you know my husband pastor is um yeah so every time chosen bling goes live on facebook <laughs> live or he sees a pig a pink bag coming sales bag coming through the church doors Pastor's just like, I'm going to need to, you, you, like my husband has threatened to put me on an allowance, people. I'm just telling you. Um, so I am one of the faithful VIP clients. Uh, I'm so faithful that at times she just picks stuff and put it in the bag and goes up. Oh, she'll want this. This is hers. And so I'm, I'm thankful that I have my own personal jewelry shopper. So yeah, so I'll just say that in that caveat, but to do that, to be in sales and to push your business the way that you do, um, that means that you were always uh, an outgoing person, right? I mean, like you, you were always outgoing. You always, so, you know, when this came along, you was like, yep, I can do this. And you were just, I'm confident in that, you know, you, you are that uh, extrovert. You're not an introvert. You love talking to people. You love being in front of cameras and all that. Right. Not That's at your story. Oh, not at all. Oh, I am. Okay. I'm the complete opposite. Since I was a little girl, 
um, they would have growing up back, you know, a long time ago, they would have different speeches and plays and stuff at churches, um, like for Mother's Day and Father's Day and Christmas and all those different times. And I can remember um, one of my aunts, she would always give us our little scripts we're supposed to say, and I would get up in front of everybody and I'll know what I'm supposed to say. And I look at the people and I'll just break down crying. Like I couldn't get no words out. I was totally fearful of standing in front of people, talking in front of people. Um, as I got older, it grew to where I, I would love to take pictures only for me, but I would never like being in front of a crowd. I wouldn't like looking at myself in the mirror or the camera or none of that. And so it, it definitely took me looking at myself. It was one day I was sitting at the computer and I just sat there and it took me like two hours to even press the live button. And I cried and I cried and my husband's like, just go live and press, you know, he pressed the button for me, I think, because I was like shaking on the inside because I was so so nervous and it took other people you know saying hey you did good that was good and in order for me to believe oh this is something that i can do or after every live you know i would get different compliments and i would you know even if people i don't think that are watching they'll come back later and say hey i saw you on do this or do that and i'm like oh so they kind of you know here and there gave me more confidence um it was also one of my uplines she made us get a baby picture of ourselves and she made us look at this baby picture of ourselves. And she said, I want you to write down everything that you don't like about yourself. Aww. She said, I but want you to write down everything. Like a baby picture. It's she a said, baby I don't, picture. I want you to write everything that you don't like about yourself. And then she said, I want you to hold up this baby picture. And I want you to tell the person in Aww. that picture all of those things. And Aww. that broke me down because it's like, you know, you would never tell a child that's what they can't do. Right. You would like, never tell a child that they're not going to be successful. You would one. never tell them that they're not going to be beautiful. You'll never tell them what they can't do. And so you are that same person. You are that same kid on the inside. So if you wouldn't say those things to a kid, it's not fair of you to say those things to yourself. And so that kind of put me into perspective to realign my mindset on, I am beautiful. I am amazing. I can do this. And once I started pouring those things into me and doing more self affirmations, it allowed me to become more um, outgoing. It allowed me to not be as a, as afraid. And of course, doing a repetition, you get better and better. And as you know, as we said earlier, it's trial and error. You learn, you make a mistake, you keep going. So as long as you're not afraid to fail forward, um, which meaning if you're failing, that means you're trying. Trying is good. So if you're failing forward, that means you're headed in the right direction to success. So what would you say to um, a struggling mother or um, someone that's struggling with low self-esteem uh, or someone who has who feels like they just don't have it in them to uh, come out of the rut or even be uh, a, a powerhouse, a boss, as we love to hear people say, a, a, a boss diva, a boss lady, a boss woman, a boss sister girl. What would you say to that woman that inside she keeps... Uh, there, she knows she's pregnant with something and she knows she has something down in there, but there's that fear that kind of keeps her back and it's not kind of, it does keep her back. What would you say to, uh, that woman? I would say, start with some self affirmations. 
So whether you write them down in a book, whether you write them down on your mirror, whether you write it on the refrigerator, where it is that you always go to, you write that I am beautiful. Even if you don't feel that you're beautiful, you can still write I am beautiful. I am loved. I am full of peace. I am full of happiness. I will be successful. You, you write what those affirmations are. If you're not even sure what to say, there's tons that you can find on Google. We can probably put a list together of some things that you can say with scriptures to back who you are um, and write that on your mirror. So every time you look in the mirror, you see it, you say it, and then eventually what you say, you hear, you believe it, and then you become it. So you may not feel it at the moment, but the more you keep speaking it over yourself, the more you then change your mindset and the more you start to walk into it. So then um, last question that we have for you is now you um, have all these things going on these different streams of income you have. Um, do you feel like you're at the point where you want to be or do you still feel there's still a lot of unpacking within yourself that you're still doing? Um, do you still feel like there's area of, uh, areas of opportunity uh, for growth? And then second of all, where do you see yourself going in business in the next uh, year or two? So yes, there's always room for growth. Um, I, I always believe that you should always be someone who are willing to learn um, because those who are willing to learn, willing to grow, then those tend to be the most successful. Because if you think you know it all, then of course, if things change, if platforms change, if your environment changes, if situations change, um, you'll know how to move and be flexible with those situations as you are more um, willing to be teachable. And so being teachable is always important in any form of business, um, whether it's corporate America or whether it's being an entrepreneur, um, being able to be teachable is important for you to grow. Um, and within the next one to two years, I, I've already pretty much told my boss I'm not going to be there for too much longer. So I plan on being a full-time entrepreneur entrepreneurial person, um, working full time in the business, um, making big boss moves for, for myself and for my family. And then of course, being more available to the ministry. And so that's within the next, I would say less than two years. It's my plan. All right. So I, I'm, as you know, and I wanted to, again, I wanted to do this second, um, second podcast having, um, Cicely on because of the simple fact, I know that it gets hard. Um, especially being a single parents, being a single woman or being married or all the things that you have to juggle. Um, and sometimes things that you know are forming inside of you that, that you've impregnated, that God's impregnated you with the ideas, things of that nature, you um, have not let them come forth and you've always used excuses. Um, excuses of, I have too much already on my plate, or, you know, I'm not good enough, or I don't look like the next person or, and, and we always, we are our biggest critics. And so we, um, always tear ourselves down before we even hit the start line. And, you know, before we allow that thing to birth fully. And so I thought it was important to bring Cicely on to have that discussion. It is my hope that you take away from tonight's podcast that you can do anything. And like sister Cicely said, um, if you don't know affirmation to speak over your own life, you don't know those post-its, please go to our website at www.chosenbydesign.org. Uh, when you go to www.chosenbydesign.org, um, you can click on pretty much anything that, um, 
any tab that you want to, it'll let you subscribe and we definitely want you to subscribe. However, um, there's a tab on the website that says connect. If you go there and you type in your information, um, you can pretty much leave a note at the bottom. Um, and if you leave a note telling us that you just need some words of affirmation, things of any of that, Sister Cicely will work on it. I'll work on it. It doesn't matter. We will get you that affirmation because we want you to know that you are beautifully, you are wonderfully, you are fearfully made that when God designed you, he designed you. Uh, and even what we see as flaws, God sees as beauty. And we want to make sure that you have that. And we want to speak those things into your life. So please, if you, um, don't know which affirmations to speak, or you just, you've had so many things that have torn you down and you can't, uh, you don't feel like you can, cause you can actually do anything, uh, because that's who God created you to be. But just go to www.chosenbydesign.org and click on uh, the connect and leave us the information there. And we promise you within a day, we'll get you all that information. And then last but not least, don't forget to follow us on, uh, Instagram at chosen by design TX, uh, Facebook chosen by design TX, uh, subscribe to this podcast again we're going to go higher and higher and higher can't wait for our um, tv sessions to come out but for now you are stuck with our wonderful voices um and again uh more women will continue to come on and then some of you that are subscribers as we continue to get to know you not only again are we going to answer your questions and read your feedback but some of you guys we do want to invite to the show virtually of course because we are still in COVID, so you'll get invited virtually uh, we want to have those roundtable discussions. So get ready. And then don't forget that the Women's Chosen uh, by Design Conference is October. Um, and again, it's 2021. I don't want you guys to think we're having a virtual conference because we're not. But I want to prepare you so you can go ahead and set your calendar. October 22nd through 23rd, uh, 2021, Bastrop, Texas at our convention center. Ladies, we want to pack out the city of Bastrop. We want to have a great time. We want to celebrate each other. We want to empower one another. But most importantly, we want you to, when you leave, you will not go out the same way that you came in. So even if you're at the highest, you'll go higher. Even if you feel like you're at the bottom, you'll go out at the highest. So we just want to celebrate womanhood. So until next time, thank you for stopping by Chosen by Design with Chevalier. And thank you, Cicely, for uh, your time yet again and the hundred other things that she's probably about <laughs> to do while she's here uh, in the recording studio. studio. So good night. We love you and... Look forward to our next episode. Good night. Night.